Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Recency Bias. My name is Frankie Fermanti, and joining me as always are my co-hosts, Tony Boza. Yo. And Tony Bellotta. Hello, everybody. Yeah, because you're, you, you're not Tony Cohen, spoiler alert. Anyways. Yikes. <laughs> hey, that, that's just kind of deep right away. I mean... I, I, we should just jump right into baseball from that, but we have to, you know, be annoying first. Uh, conspicuous by their absences, or in, I, I, I fucked this up. I completely blew my own load. Jesus Christ. Uh, in case you didn't notice, Stephen and Joe are both not here. Uh, that's because Stephen is in gay old Paris. Very nice. And... Hmm. Joe, where's Joe? Joe's only told us 75 times that he's in Lubbock, Texas this week. <laughs> so, you know, they're, they're too good for us. They're, they're world travelers, clearly, and uh, just couldn't be with us to record. You know, it, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't kill them to go back to the hotel room and have an early night on a Monday to, to record with the boys. But, you know, that's fine. That's what happens when you're in... Um, when you're in uh, Brussels and Amarillo, respectively. Right, of course. So anyways, let, let's get into the, the nitty-gritty of this week. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to hold my laughter. Tony's dying over there. Tony's losing his mind. <laughs> anyways... Um, I alluded to it already, but uh, we did have the wild card series this week. Uh, There were four series. And I believe only one home team advanced out of the. Yeah, let's start off. Let's start off by saying, uh, hey, Frankie, remember when Steve said the Toronto Blue Jays were going to be the uh, top team in the AL? Yeah. uh, I guarantee if we all recorded last week, Stephen would have either would have immediately turned on a dime and said the Mariners are going to win just because that would be such a Stephen move. (laughs) And then the Blue Jays would have won, by the way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the Mariners beat the Blue Jays in Toronto uh, two out of three or two out of two. Swept them. See you. Huge collapse by the Blue Jays in Game Two. Huge collapse by the Blue Jays. Yeah, uh, was second biggest, second biggest come from behind victory of all time in playoff history. Biggest yeah, in the it was what was it eight one I think eight one in the seventh or something like that eight one in the seventh and they came back to win what ten eight nine eight ten eight. I'm telling you right now, if uh, I was considering the state that I am in, had I been a Blue Jays fan, I may have killed myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. I I don't know. It, I I was so that was probably my favorite series to watch, just because. I mean, like I, you had Vlad Jr. when they beat the Yankees in a walk off like two weeks ago, when the Yankees had already clinched the East, and the Yankees not didn't care. Him being like, "This is my house. This is my house." Well, in your house, you let the Yankees clinch the division. And you let the Mariners sweep you to move on to the next round. So uh, I think he also told fans that they were going to make a movie this year. That's the new saying uh, for the for us older generation. I, I believe he meant 
he's going to make a gif of him saying it's his house and then it's going to cut to Mariner celebrating. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was so, I was so happy to watch that. Like that was fun. Uh, it was also fun to watch the, uh, the Rays get shit pumped by the guardians because it's the guardians. Like it's just, it, they're the twins from a little further, a little further East. We'll be fine. Yeah. Um, I'm glad we're playing the Guardians. I, I'm going to eat my words next week. I hope not. But um, I'm glad we're playing the Guardians mainly because Tropicana is a hellhole. Yes. I, I, I could not deal with that hellhole well, stadium. So there's also – I'm glad we're playing the Guardians also because I feel like if the Guardians played the Astros, the Astros shit pumped the Guardians. But the Astros playing – the Mariners, you get that division rivalry heat and that twenty year we haven't been here heat for the for the Mariners. Frank, well, let, no, let's listen, win our I, series first and then we on, can talk man. about who we're all, facing. All, no, all I'm saying is I think that's gonna be a way more fun series to watch because I feel like the Mariners are coming out swinging and the Astros are like, Oh, we've been here before. So I feel like the Astros should be on upset alert immediately. Division, you can't fuck with division rival. That's why I'm glad we're playing the Guardians. No, yeah. that, both our division rivals kick rocks. That's fine. I'm just, I'm not going to look forward to the ALCS until, no. listen, if this was the Twins, obviously I, I'd already be yes. booking tickets yes. for the ALCS. And not I did allude to them being the Twins from slightly further east, but let's remember the Guardians have actually been to a World Series this in the last decade and a half. Now the good news is, I think because of it, like this is where the buy actually helps out. Like Tony, I know, I know we'll get to you, but like I think the Padres are gonna get destroyed by the Dodgers, and I think yeah. you guys might have gotten also just because now like Cleveland has to pitch Cal Quantrill twice against us instead of being able to pitch Shane Bieber twice. Um, or if they do try and pitch Shane Bieber twice, it would have to be I think game two and then game five on short rest. So. And that's him pitching on short rest in game two. And if he pitches tomorrow night, he's on super short rest. So, um, so the Yankees, listen, the Yankees have no excuses not to make it to the ALCS. We have our roster lined up. Cole, uh, Cole, Nestor, Sevy. It'd be great if we could just sweep them. I'm oh, going by the tomorrow. way, I'm going tomorrow night. Roster. Speaking of roster, yeah, well, <laughs> we did can you talk, see? Like, the, well, did, you see did you see? Did you see? A Waldis Chapman. <laughs> hey Waldis, I like all I like time, it. all time great, like clickbaity headline. A Waldis Chapman. That man's all a fucking idiot. He's definitely. When is his contract up? Uh, I think this year. I, think I was going to say because he's for sure out of town. Yeah, no, he's not. He, I'm. I'm glad it was a Boone decision too, not like a like apparently. Cashman was like, "I'm going to find him." And then he, and then Boom was like, "No, fuck him. He's not coming. He's not on the team. He's not on the roster." Well, they they're also saying this all stems from like he's bent out of shape that they fucking put him on the IL when his fucking leg got infected, and it was like, "Gee, I wonder you're, why." You're, you're the fucking dickhead that went and got a tattoo that got infected and then couldn't walk. Like, how, what? Why is that our fault? That's your fault, stupid. Yeah. Um, also, he did. um, he did not on before we uh avoid the Guardians, did you guys before, like see any of that? Say, before we talk about game? the Phillies, 
No, the Guardians. That 15-inning game was bananas. Yeah, that was wild. When, when was the was last time there was a 15-inning game that was one nothing? I don't know, man. I, the, but what's really funny, Tony, is game one, I didn't even realize the game was being played. And then at like 2.15, I got the yeah. notification that the game was over. And I was like, wait, what? It's yeah. it's, it's 2 o'clock. Yeah. Yep. That happened to me as well. Yeah. that I mean, just the, the Guardians don't like don't have an offense. If the Yankees can put up minimal runs, they should be fine. The Yankees are a better team than the Guardians. Yeah. And it, it's like they should, in theory – beat them they should in theory kill them like yeah I, i'm sorry this should be it should be a sweep if you want to say a gentleman sweep whatever it should yeah. not go five no i agree with you especially if it I mean, goes it's, five i'm sorry johnny go ahead no i was gonna say i mean this is kind of what we said from at least i've been saying from the beginning the al is pretty top heavy and like the rest of the playoff field i felt like wasn't very strong so i think no matter who you drew i think the blue jays would have been the Blue Jays played the Mariners. Who did the Guardians play? The Rays. The Rays may have been tougher just because it's a division rival. It's a division rival. Um, yeah, but other than that, I mean, to be honest, like all four of those teams I don't think are great, and I think it should come down to the Yankees and Astros. Whether it does or not, I don't know, but yeah. Definitely. Um, I lost what I was going to say. Shit. Sorry. It's all right. I just want to say, the last thing I'll say about it, because by next week, hopefully the series will be over in the Yankees favor. My first two games this season were both against the Guardians. It kicked off the Yankees' ridiculous win streak. We're going tomorrow night, hoping to be three and zero against the Guardians this year. I like uh, it. Please, Garrett Cole, do not make me want to tear my hair out. Just please. I uh, can I make a prediction? Yeah. Garrett Cole is going to give up a solo home run to Jose Ramirez in the first and then settle in. God, I hope you're wrong. I'm I'm just saying. You know what's going to happen. Jose, Listen, Jose Ramirez is too good. That's that's the one guy in that lineup you have to be afraid of. So give, want, him, give, him, give him a solo shot in the first. I that's want it. seven him, innings. I want seven innings, 12 Ks. All the fucking times he did to us in the playoffs – Every other team he did it for the Astros. Just seven innings, 12 Ks. I'll take that. That'll be nice. Um, let's talk about the Phillies ending both Albert Pujols and Yadier Molina's career. Yeah, that was sad. That That's was sad. Trying, kind of fucked up. And on a ridiculous comeback in game one. Yes. Once they lost game one, they, they were like dead in the water. That was it for for them. Yes, I I agree. The Cardinals, I think, I, you know what it is. I feel like they definitely blew their load with all the 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 celebration, like the the build up to Pujols getting to seven hundred and all that. I feel like the big walk off the mound in that knowing that you had home playoff games. Like mm-hmm. obviously, it's the last regular season game for those guys. And Wainwright was involved. But, like, knowing that you had home playoff game, it'd be one thing if they did that and they were on the road in Philly. But I think that was a big, big, like, they kind of let the air out of their sails a little too early by doing that. that that's yeah. how I feel. Yeah. yeah. That's also, and nobody showed up to fucking hit in that series. Like, Nola and Zach Wheeler are a – terrifying one-two punch if Nola 
it actually Nolas. Dude, the only like I feel like the Mariners showed up to hit, and sorry, Tony, the Padres showed up to hit. Like those are yeah. the only two teams that showed up offensively in in the playoffs so far. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Uh, so shall we get to you know the last one that we have to yeah. talk about? Yep. It was only series that went three games. Great. <laughs> Go ahead, Tony. Give um, your eulogy. It's so funny. So, AI went to game one. It was electric for about two innings. No, that's a lie. <laughs> it was it was electric for probably like four. Whenever Scherzer gave up that last home run that put us down like six nothing or whatever the fuck it was, that was when it was the most deflating thing I've ever probably been a part of. But, um, yeah, the Mets just wasted a 100-plus win season that we couldn't get out of the first round of the playoffs after I was bitching that we could have had a bye and at least gotten to the division series. Um, but to be honest, the way the Mets played this the last month of the year and the playoffs it showed again, and honestly – even when we were winning, we couldn't get runners in all year. We did not have enough pop all year. It was always just a top-heavy lineup that you needed everyone to basically be hitting at the same time to score runs, and it clearly showed in the playoffs where even when we got guys on base, we couldn't get them in because you needed to string two, three hits in an inning to just get a run in, and that's not going to work in the playoffs when you're facing you know, elite-level pitching. So... I think they were exposed a bit. Um, I think it just sucks because it kind of makes the Mets just seem like the same old Mets, despite the fact that I don't think they're the same old Mets because we have an owner now that actually invests in the team. So I'm fairly confident that getting to the playoffs should be a more normal thing. Um, Also, just watching the Mets made me feel like we would have gotten smoked by the Dodgers. And at this point, the Dodgers should smoke just about anybody left. Maybe the Braves could give them a little bit of a run, but... But I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the Mets just didn't show up. You could, Even like I was saying the last game, um, you know, you could blame Scherzer game one. He didn't come out well. Bassett even in game three, like he didn't pitch great either. But when you can't score, it doesn't matter. Like you could have given up one fucking run and we would have lost either way. So I think they have some room for improvement this offseason. Hopefully they do it. It's just going to be annoying next year because now I'm going to have to sit there and hope that we actually show up in the playoffs and not just win a hundred games and be a great regular season team. So it's very depressing. Um, I'm really glad I didn't go to game three cause I contemplated it, but luckily my brother was like, Hey, you want to come over? And I was like, yep, that sounds like a better idea. And yeah. So um, that was a long winded uh, response of my sadness. But, but I, have que- I have questions. I like questions. Questions are better. What Frank? Um, can you place Bozo? blame squarely on somebody's shoulders? Um, if you want me, I don't think I could. I mean, no, not, really, like, I'm not, I'm not, not talking not a about player. organization. Like, we're talking like a friend, maybe. Yeah, oh, like, I mean, like... listen, uh, Mike Obermuller is the, the sole reason why this hasn't gone well since, since he opened his mouth like a month and a half ago about this. Um, a month and a half ago, he started this shit in April. They don't need to win games now. Nothing matters. Yeah. Uh, not a not a big fan of Mike at the moment, but um, <laughs> so Tony, you know, you know, like I genuinely feel bad for you because 
I, my dad's a bad fan. And literally, so I was upstate with my parents this weekend. Mm-hmm. And watching him, like, trying not to get excited because he just he knew what was coming. He's like, I asked him on Sunday. We were leaving. I was like, are you going to watch tonight? He goes, we're going to lose. He goes, I know we're going to lose. There's no reason for me to watch. I'm not going to bother. My dad was right. Um, so I have, I guess, uh, two questions about the game and then a few about the offseason. One, um, what do you think about the Buckshow Walter thing? Uh, coming and checking on Joe Musgrove. Do you think Jeff, Joe Musgrove was cheating? Um, I don't think he was cheating. Um, I was curious as to what was going on with his ears, though. And, like, not. I need fun. Yeah, because, dude, we were literally watching the game, and it was so funny that even, I think it was Danielle or Carmine's uh, fiance um, said, like, <laughs> why is this dude's ears so shiny? And I'm like, I don't fucking know. I'm like, it looks kind of strange. I'm like, but he can't possibly be putting shit on his ears. Like, everyone can <laughs> see that. You're not going to do that. So um, when Buck brought it up, I don't know. I didn't like the timing of it. It looked bad. It looked like we were desperate, which we were. Um, I wouldn't read too much into it, though. I think somebody clearly probably told Buck, hey, what's going on with his ears? They probably had someone in the back looking at it, and they were like, oh, you should say something. So I don't think he was cheating. I think it did. It was probably worth a question, like, in the second inning, if we're being see, honest. I did see somewhere that Buck Showalter was also like, listen, Joe Musgrove's a good pitcher. I, I respect his game. I like the guy. Like, he's a good pitcher. I understand. But if I'm hearing that his spin rate is out of control and this, and we see something like that, yeah. I'm going to do what's best for the Mets. It's nothing against him, but right. I'm trying to win a game as the Mets manager. Of course, I'm going to go check because on the off chance that there is something, and again, not saying that this guy is somebody that would do that, but on the off chance that there is something fishy going on, it's for my team's benefit, which, yo, shouts out to Buck Walter for being the best. Yep. Was I it our group problem. chat, by the way, that showed the McCutcheon tweet? Or did I just see that outside of this group? McCutcheon tweeted it about it. Yeah, that people put Icy Hot on their fucking Yeah, ears? well, so yes. Clemens allegedly used to put Icy Hot on his balls. That's like the uh, fucking weirdest thing I've ever heard in my life. I don't know. But yeah, just, so. So McCutcheon tweeted about that, and somebody else tweeted about that they put the, the, the Icy Hot shit on their ears. Because it burns and it helps them focus on yeah. what they're trying to do. Uh, to me, that it would makes distract. Them not think me. about anything else. Yeah, that would distract the shit out of me. Um, what is funny though, uh, Carmine Tuiasi actually pulled up Joe Musgrove's Instagram and all the pictures of him in baseball games. He does have shiny ears, but all the pictures of him not in games, they're not shiny. <laughs> so, so he's, he's clearly doing. Red hot. He's putting. He probably does him. the red hot thing. Yeah, yeah. he must. Um, um, yeah. So whatever. It is what it is. What do you think about them running the Timmy Trumpets uh, in the eighth inning? Uh, that wasn't great. I will say this. I would have been fine if they just played the song because it's his walk-in music. And Mo has entered into entered Sandman in bad situations before. Yeah. I think it's Mr. Met getting up there yeah. and playing the trumpet is the bad part. It was like the same thing as if he was coming in for a save, which was in – like, it was stupid. It was – I don't think the Mets planned that out very well. <laughs> somebody so not tweeted, a big fan. Somebody tweeted that, like, since Timmy Trumpet showed up and played the song live, they've gone, like, 
two and seventy eight, which made me laugh so hard <laughs> because like they might as well have gone two and seventy eight. <laughs> Dude, but we all said it. Even like I think Tony might have said like this is gonna come back and bite us. Like like doing this, like having a live version of it, it's gonna come back to bite us when it doesn't work. Yeah. Also, but. that was what I was most upset about game one, outside of us losing, was I didn't get to hear Edwin Diaz's yeah. trumpets in a fucking playoff game in a safe situation. It would have been so loud. Yeah, it would have been. Well, so that brings me to my next point. Um, yes. Off-season stuff. Yep. We're going to play a little game of are they staying or are they leaving? Oh, wait, 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 wait. Before okay, what? but is I, it... I, I have a Go question. Ahead, I do Go have ahead. a question first. Yep. More disappointing... 2015 World Series, oh. 2022 wild card. This one. Really? This one, I'm shocked. This is why. 2015, when we traded for Cespedes, nobody knew what was going to happen. We did not have World nobody Series just... aspirations. I'm telling you. So in my Met fandom, 2015, I can honestly say, I was just happy to be there, and it's not like a bullshit like Met fan thing. That was like such a wild... It was wild a happy ex- accident. Yeah. <laughs> Bob Ross asshole. I, I never expected us to make a World Series run that year. I, it was like the greatest moment of my entire life. I was waiting years for it. If we're talking about disappointment, it's still probably the 2006 Mets. Yeah. yeah. And then this team. But to be honest, this team was probably just as good as that 06 team. So it's disappointing in that regard that yeah, we should have been able to go the, further. The thing with the 06 Mets is you guys win the World Series if you beat the Cardinals. Yes, hence the disappointment. <laughs> um, Yeah, so I brought that up because I saw uh, a Met friend of ours, a Met fan friend of ours, uh, Alex Compre, mm-hmm. uh posted about how that was like the most exciting baseball season he's ever seen. Hmm. And it got me thinking like, Really? World Series run wasn't wasn't better? Yeah, see, no, 2015 was definitely the most exciting run because now this year I was almost... Because <laughs> it wasn't supposed to happen. <laughs> yeah, it was supposed to happen, but um, this year we were just doing so well, like, all year, and Met fans never experienced that, so I get why it's, like, the most exciting, <laughs> but it almost got, like, just boring. I was just waiting for October. I knew we had the playoff spot locked up, like... Outside of me hoping we could keep the division at the end, I was just coasting. Like, I knew we had it. Yeah. Um, Trent Grisham, is he up there in the pantheon of Connor Gillespie, Yachty, like all those guys who just killed the Mets? Yeah, yeah, he belongs up there with Pat Burrell, like all those. How you bat 186 all season long, and not only do you decide I'm going to start hitting every fucking ball off of every pitcher on the Mets, I am also going to put it over the fence just to make sure nobody could catch it. I have no great. idea. Yeah. I mean, it was it was actually infuriating. Like, the guys that were beating us, that was the only thing I was getting pissed off about. Like, we were getting beat by, like, the bottom of the Padres order. Like, yeah. outside of Josh Bell, nobody in the top half of the order was really killing us. Yeah, that's rough. It was tough. So, I don't know, man. Um, Flawed team, but it's just disappointing. All right, so let's switch to these off, the off-season stuff. And my first question goes back to the midseason. Do you think part of the failure was only acquiring Darian Ruff and Miguel Castro at the trade deadline? Not Miguel Castro. Well, who was it? 
Mike, you have you Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, we didn't literally at the All Star break or like around the trade deadline. The whole thing was we need a DH. We couldn't hit the ball at all out of the DH spot. I think we were batting like one eighty or something ridiculous, and we basically went with two mediocre platoon players to hope that the splits would work. And I think that proved to kill us too, because they were pretty much non-existent again. Um, also, that was my only beef. Darren Ruff should not have been in the lineup uh, game too. But yeah, so I think that was a problem. I think we, listen, you don't need to go. I think the problem was the Mets had this mindset, like they had to go big or go with these platoon guys, as opposed to just getting like a decent hitter. Like you could still have gotten an everyday guy that was just like good and not like, blown your a Josh Bell yeah it was like why was it like oh we're not the Mets are a 105 win team and weren't even worried about the Braves yeah it's like why why did you think you had to get Juan Soto or Vogelbach like what where's the middle part so that was a little bit annoying could have done us a favor and took in Trey Mancini out of our fucking league that's actually who I wanted for a while Trey Mancini would have been fun. I would have bought a Trey Mancini, a black Trey Mancini Mets jersey in a heartbeat. Yeah. I love I, Trey Mancini. I mean, we put too much of the the honus on Mets power to basically come from Alonzo, which I don't think is entirely fair. All right. No, because uh, what's he supposed to do? Hit 50 home runs a year and while everybody else is just like, yeah, we're good. Yeah. Like, there's not enough home run hairs on that team, which is funny. We used to only hit home runs. A bat like a buck eighty, and now we like swung too far the other way. All right, yeah. so Voza, are these? Let's... So I know you want to ask about the off season. Is it if I would keep them, or if what I think the Mets are going to do? Well, both, honestly. Both. If you want them, and if you think the Mets are going to keep them. Okay. Um. Sure. Okay. So we're going to start. Kind of. We're not going to do the shitty guys, but guys that I think are important to the team. Seth Lugo, okay. Luis Guillorme. <laughs> no, he's still there, Frank. Uh, Lugo, uh, Mets let him walk. I let him walk as well. Okay, Adovino. Let him walk. Mets let him walk. All We've right, shown Nimmo. no commit. So hold on. We've shown no commitment to actually keep relievers ever. Um, and honestly, I think Lugo's been wanting to be a starter. I'm curious to see if he actually gets a starting opportunity or if he's going to have to be a bullpen guy. Um, but this basically gives us the opportunity to revamp the bullpen without having to trade a bunch of guys. So that's why I think Pope leaves. All right. Nimmo. Uh, I think the Mets find a way to keep him, and I would – he's probably top three priority for the Mets, if in my opinion. Okay. Taiwan Walker. I think he ends up walking. I think the Mets make a decent effort to keep him. Um, I'm just concerned that a like, mediocre team is going to throw him like a four- or five-year deal, and I don't think he's worth that much. Okay. Cookie. I'm kind of interested to see where that's going to go because I don't think Cookie's going to really get a lot on the market. So I almost see the Mets doing kind of what they're going to do at Walker and see if they could get him back for cheap. Um, maybe Cookie even gets like a qualifying offer. I think that would be a lot of money for him. But I think it depends a lot how a uh, pitcher you're going to name in a little bit goes. <laughs> yeah. So here, come, here are the big three. That's yeah. it. Um, I think I want to keep him. Um, mostly because I think it's hard to find pitchers that can pitch in New York. I think Yankee fans also know that. So seeing a guy actually prove that who probably won't cost a ton of money, I would like to see them keep him. Um, plus, there's not a lot of big market teams, I think, that are going to be 
in the market for pitching unless like the Yankees, for example, are like, we'll throw a ton of money at Bassett. Um, so I, I think I, I would keep them. I think the Mets find a way to keep them. Okay. Edwin. Uh, I want to keep them very badly. Um, you just want to hear the trumpets once. Yeah, I just want to hear the trumpets, but he uh, he's going to be tough because he's basically going to like set a record probably for a closing pitcher contract wise. And both one good season, by the way, both too good. If right. you, know. you know, our team is going to be one of the stupid teams. Yeah, trying to that money, yes. right? Oh, I'm well aware. We are dumb. Yeah, so I have a feeling that's going to happen and a team is just going to throw them a lot of money and I think the Mets are going to – you can't pay that much to a closer when you have as many holes as – listen, the Mets won 100 games, but they have holes, especially with all these free agents mm-hmm. you're riding off. Like these are all important players on the team yeah. that if you let them walk, you still have to replace them with somebody mm-hmm. that's going to cost a little bit of money. So I have a feeling he ends up leaving. The only way I think he ends up staying a Met, uh, I think Cohen offers him like a stupid three-year contract. Like he's just going to get high annual dollars. Um, so this is and more Trump of a one. This is more of a one to ten kill scale. If Edwin Diaz did go to the Yankees, and mm-hmm. me, Frankie Diegas, send you a video of the ninth inning of Timmy Trumpets mm-hmm. in a safe situation, one to ten, you're killing us. Ten being very high. <laughs> um. I don't even think you have the sh- chance to sh- share the video with me. You already did. <laughs> okay. All right. Ready? Ready? I got one. Because th- this is purely hypothetical. Yep. They bring Timmy Trumpet in, but he plays Enter Sandman on the trumpet. <laughs> so I do genu- we all do we all just murder suicide pack right there? Oh and there? God! <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I don't think Diaz is going to end up on the Yankees. To be honest, I, I don't I know where. My I big thing is I, he stinks. I hate him still. You know where he's going to end up going? Just take a guess. Dodgers. Yep. They're cuz yeah. they have Kimbrel now who's been shaky. Um they're just going to be like, "Hey Edwin, here's a bajillion dollars. Come play for right. us." Or the Padres and the Padres just have a two-headed monster of guys that can't get out of their own way once yeah. they have a deal in place with yep. Edwin and Hader. Hader. Yep. All right, Tony. The Grom. Mm-hmm. Uh, he stays, and the Mets will keep him. Yeah, I, I don't so, see. All right, give me give me your one to ten. Like worry worried about him actually going. I think if he leaves, he's going to Atlanta. That's the only place he's leaving. I think for. See, I don't think that's actually all right. Fine, that's part of the reason why I think he stays, though, because I don't think Atlanta's in the business of handing out a forty to fifty million dollars a year deal because. I don't think DeGrom's going to get a ton of years because he's an older pitcher to begin with. He's had it, uh, some history of injury problems. He could probably fetch like a four or five year deal at yeah. 40 to 50 a year, most likely, because he's going to get like Scherzer money. Um, the Yankees would give it to him. Yeah. You know. So I don't think the Braves are in the market to do that because if they wanted to pay people, they would have paid Freeman. And they're kind of trying to lock up all their young guys more so, I think, than bring in. DeGrom. And listen, if the Braves make another deep run this year, let's say they get to the World Series or the NLCS, clearly they're already, you know, good. I don't think they're going to feel like they need DeGrom type of thing. So my worry for him leaving in general is probably like a 
three. I think I'm going to get sick and tired of all the rumors this offseason, though, because um, yeah. they're going to be like, oh, he only wants to come for a little bit, blah, blah, blah. He's going to, you know, this team's interested, this team's interested, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's going to play itself out, but I think inevitably he'll he'll end up staying. I think all the right. problem, he's, he's going to be the reason why we lose a lot of other guys, though. So I, my last question is, what month does he sign? It's going to be after the winter meetings. It's probably not going to be till like mid January. I, I was going to say mid to late January. Yeah, that's rough. I don't think he's going to like drag it out to the spring because Adris doesn't seem like that type of player. Um, so I think he'll sign eventually. But yeah, it's going to make it difficult because like that's why I think like Walker's going to be a foregone conclusion. He'll be gone by then. Like Carrasco might be gone by then. Bassett's the one that I'm nervous about because. If we lose Degrom, you need Bassett there to like have a formidable rotation. Um, so I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be a very interesting offseason. I just don't want to lose Brandon Nimmo. And yeah, Nimmo, listen, but, you're not you're not the only one that's gonna be sweating this offseason. So yeah, it's gonna be interesting for this podcast. We have sure. a lot of like big names that are just gonna be floating around. Also, um, I've entirely changed my mind. I would love it if Steve Cohen would pay your boy. I know I was like, I don't talk I'm about, not going talk about immediate murder. Talk about I am, murder. <laughs> I am telling you right now, if you if you or the Giants or whoever ends up signing him and the Yankees don't immediately take the blank check and white out his name and write the Grom's name and just hand <laughs> him the check, I'm gonna be so fucking mad. Cause at least when we get mad, we can then just turn it on you when we sign yeah. the Grom. Yeah, that so would give, be give the Grom ten years five hundred million. Fuck it. Just to make Tony mad. It'll, it's it'll fine. Make up- Grom's going to stay with the Mets, and Judge is going to stay with the Yankees. This way, we're all fucking happy. Yep, that's yep. fine. I'm good with that. But, all right. So, yeah, that was my uh, sad Mets. Sorry that I went on for so long. But um, on the bright side, I would like to say one last thing. Um, a few months ago, if you recall, I said, hey, when Dak Prescott got hurt, I said, hey, that's because I can't watch the Mets and the Cowboys at the same time because God's like, that's too much good. So what happened was the Mets were playing really well. Then we got to the playoffs. Cooper Rush went in for the Cowboys, and we kept winning. And then I was like, wait a minute, problem. God's sitting there and saying, can't have both good teams. But instead of taking away the Cowboys, who should be losing, we're going to take away the Mets from you, Tony. So they lost. But now I still have the Cowboys. So all is right in the world. The heck of a spin. All right. So does Dak come in and immediately lose the first game? And bring up questions on if Cooper Rush should start or not. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, okay, Cooper Rush. Sure. It's so funny though watching like actual Cowboy fans like Nick Cedor think Cooper Rush should be starting. He threw for 106 fucking yards. It's horrible. He's just not losing. <laughs> right. He's not doing anything stupid enough to lose, which yeah. is good, I guess. Yeah. So, but yeah. yeah. Anyway, baseball's over. Uh, I'm sad, and yeah. Good luck to. You guys, I mean, you should beat the Guardians, like I said. I'm very curious to see how a series against the Astros will go. And honestly, I'm already fucked. Uh, I meant to tell you guys this, too. Because remember how I did that way back when on a podcast where I was like, when have I actually watched a World Series and not been upset about who's in it? I'm Mm -hmm. basically bound to be upset who's in it this year because I have the Braves, Phillies, Dodgers and like the Padres are the, the Padres that I root for guys. in this scenario, but they're probably the best case scenario on that on that side. Then in the AL, 
I have the Yankees, who are the Yankees. I don't want to see you win. No offense. Um, the Astros, who are still a bunch of cheaters in my eyes, so I just don't want happiness for them. Attaboy. Uh, the Mariners are Mets West, so they're not allowed to win either. Oh, my God. If Jared Kalenic won a World Series. Oh, my God. He's been on the roster. I've thought about it many of times. Uh, that can't happen. And then, oh, and the guard. See, I need like a Guardians Padres World Series. <laughs> so, yeah. Baseball sucks. Uh, yeah. I'll be disappointed right, again in a few months. Let's go to a sport that most of us are really happy about right now. Yeah, shocking. This I late can't believe season. it. Well, I'm a little sad because the Cowboys did beat one of my teams, but we'll get there. Uh, let's start. What we can't we can't go right into happiness. Let's start with maybe the worst game I've ever had to watch ever. Thursday night football. I'm ready to say it. Tony was right. Colts Broncos. I'm out. I'm out on them. They're Thank done. you, Colts Jesus Christ. Went into it's, overtime, it's, which sounds great, until you realize that nobody scored a fucking touchdown. The final score, twelve to nine. The Colts beat the Broncos because fuck Russell Wilson. He fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. Fuck the Colts because Jonathan Taylor is hurt too, and they're on watch. They are. I don't get how that defense is not fun to watch anymore, but they're not fun to watch anymore. And their offense is literally – it makes me not like football, the Colts. Dude, I mean, same I, thing with the Broncos, but the Colts, at least I used to like their defense a lot. Yo, fuck Jim Mersey. This is Jim Mersey's fault. Fuck you, Jim Mersey. I went to sleep at halftime. I was yeah. just I, – oh, I, yeah. I, I, I had a long-ass day anyway, but I was like, this game has no appeal to me at all. Jonathan Taylor was out. Javante Williams is out. Russell Wilson was playing like dog shit. So I woke up and I saw the score, and I was just like – Thank God I went to sleep because if I stayed up a second half to watch that, I would have thrown up. And then watching him miss KJ Hamler on the on fourth down, I was just like, "How are these guys not rioted?" Uh, yeah, this game was horrendous. I barely watched it because I I hate both of these teams before this game. Um, and I'm just gonna echo what Boza said that I was right about the Broncos. They suck. Russell Wilson's extremely overrated because he couldn't do anything with a bad Seattle team, and now he can't do anything with a bad Denver Broncos team. I wish Steven was here. Steven was a big Broncos supporter. I think Joe was, too. I wish yeah, Steven was here, too. Unfortunately, he is still in hmm. Rome. Rome. Good one. Yes, Rome. Um, he's still in Rome because he had to go watch uh, another, another pal of ours. Somebody that's currently in Odessa, Texas. Mm. They had to play each other in in Rome, as we said. Or no, let's let's switch it. I'll I'll cut this part out. They had to play each other in Naples. There you go. Where Steven is. Get it, guys. Get it. Um. All right, new game. This game sucked, and we're spending too much time on a twelve nine. Yeah, no, I'm not. I can't. I literally like I'm doing this so that way I could get off of that fucking Thursday game because it was miserable, and it was like the only game I fucking watched this week because I worked. Uh, Yeah, you got to stop working on Sundays. Let's talk about the um the the no game the the international game. They've had two good games so far. I can't believe it. Usually they're shit games. Yeah. Um, also, Danny Dimes with the uh, 
bloody hand a la Kurt Schilling's bloody ankle. I, I don't know what the right thing to say about this game is. Because it what was, what, 17-3 to 3 at one point? I think so. Something like that. Hey, uh, real quick, while we're we're trying to, you know, get into this game, uh, Gallows and Anderson are back on Raw. I just saw I ha- that. I have it up on my TV, yeah. I didn't want to interrupt uh, us talking before, but yeah. Pumped. God, I love that. Um, it's good again. Sorry. Um, you know what I think is so funny about this game? I saw like a random, I think it was like a Bleach Report article. It was like Packers need a wide receiver or something like ridiculous like that. And I was like, just figuring this out now. Did you guys repost this article from the summer? <laughs> so, um, for those of you that don't know, the Giants somehow beat the Packers 27 to 20 in Madrid. Yeah. Um, and those of you that don't know, Joe Diegas might be the worst person to lose to mm-hmm. in any sport. Especially he, when he's in Waco. Because he is ruthless when it comes to shit talking. I will say that about Joe. He is one of the best shit talkers he's not, I've ever seen. When no, he's when he's losing, the, he shuts the fuck up and doesn't say anything. The worst part about it is, is that he's not even like mean or funny. He's just, just ruthless. He, it, it is nonstop. Ruthless is a good word. Relentless is a good word. But none of it's like super mean. He's not calling really? you a dickhead. He's not calling you an asshole. He's not calling you a loser. But he's it's also just... not. It's also not funny. So it does get irritating. <laughs> yeah, it's just very dry. Like just like it's statements. He's making yeah. statements. Yeah. Like he's, that's he's presenting. He's, he's presenting facts about why his team did better than you, and it's infuriating. <laughs> so. Naturally, and then, and then Steve doesn't help it by telling us he left the game early. <laughs> Steve doesn't help because he left the game early because he had to go see Arsenal play at what's a good city in Portugal? Uh, Lisbon. Lisbon. He he had to go to the other side of Lisbon to catch the Arsenal game. Did they win that game? Please tell me they at least won that. They game. ended up winning that they game because Joe was game. on him on that too. He was like, "And <laughs> Arsenal's going." <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh but yeah, so I mean, and then, so so I know Steve's ahead of us because he's in Lisbon, but um, the game was still early in the morning, and he did not send a single text the rest of the day. Like nope. Joe put him in such a bad mood. They they pretty much did the have a nice day. You have a nice day to yeah. each other, <laughs> and then nobody besides me. I was talking to myself apparently the rest of the day. Yeah, you um, I actually there's this period in that group chat where you just see like on mine because I have them saved as Tony Boza. You just see TV, 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 TV. You know what's actually hysterical about our group chat? I think more often than not, whoever's talking is talking to themselves. Talking we, very, we very rarely actually respond to each other. You that chat is just shouting into the void <laughs> and maybe Martin's on his phone and checks it and answers you. <laughs> But like so, they didn't, so Steve did not send a single text the rest of the day. And then today, I sent the text basically like, "Steve, are you you okay, buddy? You calm down." And Steve was like, "I, I wasn't bad. I was I wasn't bad." <laughs> he was so bad. 
He went back and read the text and was like, yeah, I guess I was mad. <laughs> Listen, I'd be pissed if I was Steve, too. He just lost to the Giants, who had no wide receivers, like even less wide receivers than the Packers had. Yep. Um, and he is now, or what are they now, three and two? No, they're four and one. No, 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 the Packers. Oh, the Packers, I think. No, they might be two and three. They beat. They, hold on, I'm they beat the Bears. They oh, beat no, the Bucks. Three and two. Three and two. So I mean, luckily for them, that division kind of sucks. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they'll be. Fine. But they're. I mean, they they don't get to face an easy team this week. They got a hard matchup this week against the New York Jets. Uh, they'll they'll probably find a way in the playoffs one way or another, but they're definitely going to be a flawed team. Yeah. There's, oh my God, Stephen. Is definitely gonna leave the group chat if he loses to the Jets now. Too. Dude, if he loses to the Jets, dude, that would be I, fucking amazing. I, There's I, no way he's still in the group chat Joe, this time I next might have week. Joe said my texts for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, yo, Joe, you just just rattle it off. But like, so the, I mean, the Jets obviously their their number one weapon on defense right now is DJ Reed and and Sauce, and like the the new thing is like you know Tony, I'm sorry. Like when the Cowboys lose, it's uh, it's how about uh, how about them Cowboys, and it's a that the quarterback peering in, like of all of the quarterbacks they've lost, which it's only one this year so far, so it's okay. But um, like the thing that Jets fans are doing, get lost and got lost in the sauce, and they're listing the wide receivers that have just put up no nothing against him. Um, and they were joking, like, uh, so is Sauce going to guard Randall Cobb this week, like? Who's he? Who is he guarding? Because they're they should put him, horrible. You, all right, you ready? They should put him over the middle and get him like six sacks this week because he should just be fucking crashing in. Just bring him, bring him on every play towards fucking Rodgers. He, he murdered just as an extra man. He murdered Teddy Bridgewater. Yes, and like we'll get there, but like yes, um, Giants four and one. Dude, what is AFC, going on? What is going on in the fucking NFC East? Yo, Dude, I, I don't know. East for real, it actually is. For it's once. gonna be, it's gonna be hysterical though. When like all three nine, get knocked out week one of the playoffs, or like week nine, they all have like they're all just in a tailspin, and we all still finish like nine and seven. No, you guys like are just you guys haven't played each other enough yet. That's the issue. Is once you guys start playing each other, it's gonna just fall apart. Yeah, I mean the. Only the Giants have played – Giants and Cowboys have only played each other. That's it in the division-wise. And I, I think the Eagles played the – No, the Eli played – right. Commanders, Eagles played. Who are the only bad team in that division, which, like, yeah, yeah. no shit. Which they uh, – fucking Commanders ruined a great entrance by Brian Robinson to 50 cents many men. Like, just fucking ruined that. Um, but, yeah, Giants uh, – I'm I'm mad we weren't on the podcast last week so that Steve would have lost two bets in a row, and he's not on this one, and because I would have made one with him. Uh, if if Steve lost three in a row, that would have been a tough look for him. Dude, if he oh my god, he's gonna lose to all three of us in a row. That Do would, they play the Cowboys this year? That would be amazing, but I don't think so. Imagine if he just gets. He oh yeah, November thirteenth. Oh. Oh wait, that's go- the, that would be the day he goes to the Texans game with Joe. Oh my God, he's gonna go one <laughs> <and> four. <laughs> if he lost, imagine him at that game losing, and then like sitting in the car home having to listen to the Cowboys beat the Packers. Oh my God, that would, 
Joe would be like, ah, oh, this is this when, is rough. When Joe makes him drive too, because Joe doesn't want to drive because he got the tickets. <laughs> Stephen's just gonna be in the car with a drunk Joe, just ear bashing him. Stephen might drive off the bridge. He might. He he might drive off the fucking GW just to get Joe to shut up. <laughs> wow, I think if if the Packers lose to every single one of our teams, Stephen needs to do something. Yeah. Agreed. That should just be like an unwritten rule in our circle of friends. Yeah, if you get if you go over against everybody's team, yeah. It has to be this is a special year that he played all four of us. Yeah, because that alone is rare. And then Dude, if you play, to if all he of played, them? imagine if he played fucking the Jaguars too. Oh Jesus. God, all right. Man. What's next, Frank? Next, oh, we got a good one up next. Uh Bailey Zappi, let's fucking go. Farm <laughs> of the future. It yo, makes no sense. Yo, who the fuck is Mac Jones? The New England Patriots of New England defeated the Detroit Lions. Granted, it is the Detroit Lions. But they're the highest scoring team in the league. Yeah. They beat the Detroit Lions 29 to nothing. They shut out the Lions, the highest scoring team in the league. They shut them the fuck out. They were like, hey, guess what, Lions? Fuck your mothers. Dude, this game made absolutely no sense to me. How I the don't Lions... get, I, dude, I don't know what the fuck. Please explain to me what happened because I have no idea how this even happened. Uh, please. You got me. I don't get how you go from the Lions being like the fun team this year that's scoring a bunch, keeping mm-hmm. games close. They've been favored in a few games. <laughs> like They were like everyone's favorite underdog to just putting up zero points against the Patriots team we were all writing off like – last week saying that this team is freaking horrendous and that they're like going to have more questions than answers but it happened I I, I don't know this game doesn't make this sense this is what the Lions get for firing my dad revenge game that's, that's revenge what I'm game. talking it up to revenge I mean game. yeah it must have been he also must know something about the fucking Lions that we all don't know that they stink no we kind of knew that <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! Yeah, I, I don't dude, know. Weird I don't. Game. I can't believe it. They are now the Lions are behind the Bears in the fucking division. <sighs> By the way, Ramondre Stevenson also like went off. I'm kind of mad that Stevens getting a Ramondre Stevenson jersey. He should. He should get a Bailey Zappi. It's it's so stupid that he's not getting a Bailey Zappi jersey. It really is. All right, Fuck. but I, I can't believe it. But I, let's let's. This is probably my high point of the season. So. Let's just stick yeah. with it. Who do you play on. this week? Bro, I don't fucking know. I probably work. Let's see. Who do we play next week? Oh, the Browns. We might we might win another game. Let's Honestly, go. might. All right. I like it. Yeah, we shall see. Um, let's move on. The speaking of the Browns, they lost to the Chargers. The Chargers defeated them thirty to twenty eight. I was gonna say, um, listen, you sh- the Browns are sneaky a goodish team. Every loss has been like a one possession loss. They like just they replaced the. Uh, I was gonna say they replaced they replaced the Chargers. They imploded to the Jets. They lost. They beat the Panthers, obviously on the field goal. Um, last week, who did they lose to? Uh, I think it was another though, like field goal game. They the lost. Falcons. Yeah, they lost yeah, to the Falcons twenty three to barely. Like they've been in every game. Um, the charge. Uh, listen, uh, 
that I, this is all that Chargers coach needs to get fired. Going for it, fourth and two on their 50 yard line with one minute left in the game. Punt the fucking ball. Moron. Absolute moron. It's the Browns, too. Like, punt the ball, and the Browns will figure out a way to beat themselves. Which they did, didn't. Did, did anyway, you keep Keenan Allen? Tweeting, no. like, yo, man, what are we doing? Oh, like, no. Like, he, in, after Cade York missed the field goal, he's like, yo, thank God they, he missed the field goal, but, like, I got questions. And, like, dude, that, that's just horrible. Austin Eckler is awesome. I love him. He's so good. I think he has the fourth most uh, fourth most touchdowns by an undrafted player. Maybe it, it might be an undrafted running back ever now. Where did he go to college? I will tell you in a second. I have no idea. He's fun to watch, though. He's so good. He's so good. He's so good at running. Uh, so he went to Western Colorado. All right. Is that even an NCAA school? Can, I, can, say, can I guess, I guess uh, main colors? Go I'm going to go. That sounds like it would be a purple and silver, but I don't think so. I'm going blue and yellow. No, so it's, dark green and white. It's crimson and slate, and they are a Division Two football team. Wow. Awesome. All right. We suck at the color game. Yeah, That's a fun game. We're going to start doing that. Every time we don't know where a college is, we're going to guess the colors. <laughs> oh, God. I might yeah. be able to fuck that up on college teams that are on TV this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is this to me, the, the Chargers escape another game. Mm-hmm. Yep. They, I feel like they should be murdering teams, and they just continually yeah. let them back in. Well, and it never matters who the coach is. Nope. Herbert's still like half a rack of ribs short of a fucking. Yeah. I don't know why. Uh, where are you going with this, Frank? <laughs> half a rack of what? What? <laughs> he hurt his ribs the other week, and I feel like he's still playing hurt. But I was trying to make it funny, and it didn't work out. <laughs> he's half a rack of ribs short. Oh my god! All right, moving on. <laughs> Texans beat the Jaguars 13-6 to because, oh, of course, we can't Martin. have nice things. Poor Martin. Martin was so happy this year because he was like, wow, the Jaguars are good. We're back. <laughs> then they lost to the freaking Houston Texans. Not to be confused where Joe is in San Antonio. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Is there anything good to say about this game? I looked, it was 6 6 at half, and I was just like, well, I guess the Jags are back. Yeah, the Texans it's, are. It, it wasn't a primetime. It, it was this shitty score, but it also wasn't a primetime Thursday night game. So that would, it had that going for it. Wow. Yeah, it got lost. Say, that's the perk. Yep. Don't it got worry. lost in the shuffle of red zone, so that was fine. Don't worry. Thursday night football, we get uh, <laughs> Carson oh, Wentz God, and yeah. the Commanders versus Justin Field and the Bears. That is and, going to be so bad. And the Broncos are on Monday Night Football this week. Oh, <laughs> Next who week. do they play? Uh, like, was it the Saints? Oh, good. The Saints with fucking Taysom Hill, so it's going to be another 6-7 to seven <laughs> game. Fuck. Uh, Monday Night Christ. Football is... No, it's the Chargers. 
All right, the Chargers will score. But the Chargers like to keep games close, so that means they might play down to the Broncos. Yeah, possibly. Oh, my God. Um, Yeah, the Texans and Jaguars were a game that happened. Yes. Uh, let's move on. The Buccaneers and the Falcons. The Bucks beat the Falcons. Uh, but, but, no, 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 no. The, Bucks the refs beat the, beat the Falcons, twenty-one to fifteen. As my second team, Tom Brady is still fucking me. The ref that all right. All in all honesty, that's the worst roughing the passer call I've ever yes. seen. Yeah, that was bad. And they're blaming it on the Tua thing from the week before, which they're also blaming the uh, the Teddy Bridgewater penalty. Oh, by the way, we lost in uh, sleeper. In our dynasty league, me and Steve, our dynasty team, because uh, I started Teddy Bridgewater this week, oh. and he uh, had he went yeah. zero for one with zero points mm-hmm. because he got fucking murdered. Thanks, guys. Um, dude, the Falcons like I was looking like it was twenty one to three at one point, and then I saw it was fifteen. I was like, oh shit! And then I was watching that because the Jets game was over by that point, and I was just like. I was just shocked. I, the sack, I was like, holy shit, the Falcons are going to win this game. If the Falcons got the ball back, they were winning that oh, game. Down hold on. Good thing he got here now and not two minutes ago when we were talking shit about his team. Oh, and Martin? Mark. Hello. I just got out of work. You just missed us talk about the Jags-Texans I don't game. want to talk about it, so you guys did a good job. Thank, okay. thank you for pointing out how terrible we are. Um, yeah. <laughs> we brought up the fact that at least it wasn't a Thursday night football primetime game, so it got lost in the red zone shuffle, and we didn't have to watch it. That's true. That's true. Uh, I was was coming on here also to let Tony know I'm coming for you. Only got, like, less than 10 points left to win in fantasy. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I'm going to (laughs) lose. I was like, I'm going to jump in and see if he's on. Yep, unfortunately. I'm getting punished in one league this year because I am in two punishment leagues, and I have a combined two wins. I love that it's Nick in our league. <laughs> no, it's it's going it to be Joe. Nick or Joe. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's great. Oh, you know, man. maybe we're going to have to pick a restaurant in... Uh, give me a city, Frank. Oh, 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 hold on. I, I pulled the map down. Hold on. Are we going to go to a restaurant in Laredo, Texas? That's where we might have to send oh. Joe. Cool. Oh. I'm, I'm down uh, for that. Oh, my son just woke up. All right, guys. I just want to pop in and say what's up. Enjoy the rest of the pod. Later, Bye, Mark. Later. Later. That was nice. I always love when he pops in for two seconds. Voza, are you are you dadding? All right, Voza's gonna go dad. We're, we'll yeah. we'll skip. We'll we'll come back to the Jets when you get back. For now. Uh, oh, we'll come back to the Bucks too, so that way you can complain about that too. So let's just let's just move on. We'll go Bills Steelers. The Bills beat the Steelers thirty-eight to three. Kenny Pickett still somehow did better than one of my other quarterbacks, Justin Fields. Cough, 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 cough. Uh, even though they only scored three points, uh, if Kenny Pickett can learn how to like throw touchdowns, he's going to be really good. Yeah, he might. He might. He's shown pretty good signs of not being a terrible quarterback. But uh, one of my friends from Mark is a Steelers fan, and the problem with the Steelers is they're still just a very bad football team. So it's going to be tough to judge him for a little while. The Bills took care of business and basically just put 
their foot in the Steelers' throats. Yeah, uh, Gabe Davis, shouts out to Gabe Davis with the, the Randy Moss-like first half uh, on my bench. Thank you. There you go. Shout out to Nick, having Gabe Davis active, thinking he was going to kick my ass and going to lose now. <laughs> Are you good? You're back? You want to yeah, yell, about the, I'm, you wanna I'm yell okay. about the Bucks? Yeah, no, listen, it's just, it. I like, unbiasedly, that is the worst call I think I've ever seen. Yeah. I'm rough in the passer call. Oh, I agree. Yeah. It doesn't help that it's Brady, which makes it worse because I feel like he's always on the end of those. Like, he was on that one against the Chiefs. Um, what was it? What was the year you got? They beat the Rams, Tony and uh, Frankie in the Super Bowl. Was that 2018? Was it 18 or 19? I think it was, oh, it was 19 because 20, the Chiefs won. Yes. Um, yeah. I mean, like, there was that really bad one. There's obviously the tuck rule, which we all know. I just feel like he's always on the end of these really horrible ones. Yeah. He's Tom Brady. They they give him benefit of the doubt because he's Tom Brady. It's it's like all – Peyton used to get them too, not as egregiously as Brady. But when you're the guy, like the old guy, you get those calls. But this was out of control, like – they, the, like the referee should not have a fucking job. That's how bad this one was. And then them defending it after doesn't help. Like, no. just admit you made the mistake. And especially bringing up like the Tua thing is such it's, like a, a fucked up thing. And then being like, well, we were being extra cautious because of what happened to Tua last week. And it's like, no, go fuck yourself. Like, yeah, no, no, you that made was a not what you guys terrible were call, and you're trying to bring fucking an emotional fight into this. Go fuck yourself. Right. It's just, and it was like, it, it wasn't even vicious. It no, was a normal no. takedown. Exactly. The, the, what's it called? The sack on Teddy was worse. Yeah. And that wouldn't, shouldn't have been called either, by the way. That only got called because of the Tua thing also, they said. Oh, no, no penalty was called on that. There wasn't a call on that? No, they got a safety on that. Oh wow! Oh, so maybe maybe they were talking about Teddy not going back into the game. Yeah, Again, maybe. I, didn't, I didn't get to watch. They call, yeah, no, they called intentional grounding on that on that throw. Wow. Um, All right, whatever. Um. Yeah. yeah, that that was fucked up. So let's go on to happier notes for you, Boza. Uh, the Jets beat the Dolphins forty to seventeen. The the rolling Dolphins without Tua or Teddy. Or anybody. So uh, I was on my way home when the game started. So I had Steph. I was in. I was on the Taconic, so it was like no service. So I had Steph giving me updates for the first like couple, like first half court, first half of the first quarter. Um, and she tells me it's two nothing, and I was like, two nothing? Are you you sure it's two nothing? <laughs> and she's like, why? I was like, that's just a really hard score to get in football. You're not. Um, you're not looking at the baseball scores, are you? I was like, you're sure it's nothing? She goes, yeah. I was like, okay. And I turn it on, and I'm, I see the highlights while I'm like, uh, we stopped to get food. I was watching the highlights of the first half. Um, the Jets were up 19-7 to at one point, and Teddy was knocked out right away. And then it was 19-14. Then it was 19-17, and it looked like they were going to jet. And then they did this crazy thing, which the Jets never do, and they put their foot on the uh, other team's throat craziness um 
Grease Hall is a bona fide stud. He looked great. And he had 197 yards from scrimmage, and he had 100 receiving and like 97 rushing. I really, and he got two two touchdowns vultured by Michael Carter because he fell down at the one yard line twice. So he could have had a three touchdown day. Um, Sauce is just fantastic. Um, I I know Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill were limited to 70 yards. They had two big PI calls. One of them, which I'm was not a fan of, um, but like they made they kept them uh, like very contained. He had an interception. He had the sack for the safety. Um, he looked great. I think Brees Hall said at one point, like the rookies all kind of looked at each other and were like, "Holy shit, we're like." A really good rookie class, and like the Jets <laughs> nailed the nailed this year's draft just from the first six, five weeks. Um, I don't want to hear it from Dolphins fans that you were playing your third string quarterback. The Jets have done this a thousand times the last two years, where we were throwing Mike White out there or Josh Johnson, and nobody felt bad for the Jets. We were just called losers when we lost those games. You know what As- you are. You fucking lost. As a Bailey Zappi fan, yep. Like, and and the best is the Dolphins, like, because the Dolphins beat the Bills. What was it? Two weeks ago, or last week? And ago. all you heard was, "Oh, we would have." The Bills fans being like, "We would have won if our team was fully healthy." Because I think the Bills were missing a bunch of players that week. And Dolphins fans being like, "Nope, nope, we don't want to hear it. We beat you." The second the shoes on the other foot, Dolphins fans are losers. They're pathetic. Um, and they were telling me how Skyler, like you could see it on Twitter all day. Skylar Thompson is better than Teddy Bridgewater, so you better hope he doesn't play. Um, they got their wish. He looked like shit. Um, the Jets oh, so won by twenty three. And the best is them being like, "Oh, the Jets barely pulled out. You lost forty to seventeen. There's no barely pulling it out when you're losing by three touchdowns. I don't care how close it was at one point." You lost by 23. Shut up, take your L, and move on. Also, especially considering that the big question for the Dolphins this year was whether or not Tua was going to be good enough for the rest of the team, and meanwhile now Tua's gone and the entire team is falling apart. Right. Granted, if Teddy doesn't get knocked out of that game or gets to get back in that game, I think the Dolphins play I think think it's a closer game. I still think we win. I I think you guys win, win. yes. Uh, The Jets, Zach Wilson, I'm going to say it, is playing the best out of all the second-year quarterbacks right now. I don't care that he doesn't have the touchdown throws right now. Like I said, Brees Hall has been tripped up at the one. Throws when your running back could score yeah. touchdowns. Brees Hall has been tripped up at the one three times on throws. So that's three touchdowns Zach Wilson could have had. And yeah, Zach will like they're they're running the ball from the one yard line. They're he's moving the offense. He's doing what he needs to do. He's not making stupid throws, which is the most important thing. Um, and what's crazy is Elijah Moore hasn't really been worked in at all yet. Um, I think they need to start getting him more worked in. And Garrett Wilson was pretty quiet yesterday. Uh, yesterday, yeah. Um, but that was because their run game was just. Destroying the Dolphins. Wow. Hold on. Uh, did you see the roughing the passer in this fucking game? Which one? Derek Carr getting sacked from behind and fumbling the ball, and they called the fucking roughing the passer on him getting tackled. 
No, I must have missed that one. I mean, the Chargers, it's 20, to, it's 20 to 10 right now, but the Chargers were down like 17 nothing at one point. Are you fucking kidding me? Is it worse than the Brady one? Uh, I got to watch the Brady one again. This one's bad, though. Dude, they need to, they got to fix this. Um, Because, yeah, Frank, you know what? The sauce hit, like, could have been called rough in the passer if you wanted to really. This might be softer than the Brady one. Oh boy! All right, now I gotta watch this. At least Brady, like they got rolled over, like so <laughs> you could kind of be like, "Oh, you got ragdolled a little bit." If you're pushing it, it's bullshit. Like, mm-hmm. hang on, sorry. All right, uh, it's in the chat. Oh, he got tackled from behind. Oh, so. I know what they're going to say. They're going to say they, he put his full body weight on him. That's going to be their reasoning. That I think that one's worse than the Brady right. one. Is that one worse than the Brady one? Um, yes and I, no. Because I like the Brady one, I still don't ha- see their justification. Not saying that this one is justified. I just see what they're going to say. They're going to say the defender put his full body weight on top of Derek Carr. I, I, I hate the NFL. Yeah, no, it's a tough. stupid rule. Um, but yeah, so the Jets are three and two. Uh, I'm happy. I did not. <laughs> I did not expect this. Uh, I thought the Jets were going to be better than they were last year. Um, I think right now they're the second best team in the AFC East. Which we go if we go back to the prediction show. That's what I said. Um, yeah, Tone. Uh, just be careful. God may be giving you the Jets because he's about to take the Yankees away. He's about to take the Yankees away? I would not doubt it. Um, <laughs> As somebody who already has the Patriots taken away, please don't do that to me. Um, I don't know. We got the Packers this week, and then I think we have the Patriots. I think I said of the next four games, I was like, if we win two of them, I would be happy if we were four and four going into our bye. Because I think a lot of people said the Jets might be like one and eight going into their bye week. And the second half of the Jets schedule is remarkably easier than the first half of the schedule. Um, so we have the Packers, the Broncos, and the Patriots. Three winnable games, in my opinion, at this point. Um, I'll be happy if they win another well, just one of them. I'll be happy if they win one of them. Bose is talking himself into a playoff run. I can, yep. I can really smell it coming. I really am. If, oh, Frank, <laughs> Tony, if they win all three games, I'm going to be sniffing a playoff run. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm going to be sniffing a playoff run. Uh, you know what's yeah. going to be really fun? When he buys his playoff gear and they immediately lose. Mm. It's going to be so much fun. This, this is what I have. All right. here Here's the... Here's my big problem mm. is having the least fun team in the AFC East now um, because the Jets <laughs> are more fun. The, the the Dolphins really do me a favor by murdering Tua Tunga Bailoa because now mm-hmm. they would probably – at least I'll be more fun than the Dolphins now. But uh, as potentially the least fun team, all I have left is my just incredible ability to be a fucking hater. And to shit on your lives. Yeah. So just remember that. This is what you guys get. You guys, 
everybody wants to be like, oh, Frank, you win so much. Yeah, guess what? I'm a sore loser because I win so much. So I will be a miserable piece of shit. And guess what? I'm mean and funny, not like Joe. Oh, <laughs> my favorite part of this game, I completely forgot. Quinn and Williams pancaking Tyreek Hill to the ground, like full throwing his ass on the ground. Quinn and Williams, who is fantastic, who is seven times the size of Tyreek Hill. <laughs> I wanted him to get into the end zone so badly. I was yelling for him to get into the end zone. Um, it was just it was because Tyreek Hill came out earlier this week and said, I didn't want to be on the Jets because state state taxes, which is fair. But like, that's a stupid reason to go to a team when it comes to like football reasons, like personal reasons, completely get it. Uh, he chose the Dolphins. Um, now he's got to deal with Skylar Thompson because I think they already said Tua probably won't be there this week. Um, Teddy is most likely going to be out because of this new concussion protocol. So uh, they're probably going to lose this game also. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's wrap up the schedule. Uh, the Vikings beat the Bears twenty nine to twenty two. Justin that's, Fields continues to suck. That's a game I could care less about. Yep. Dude, it, it was, the Bears had a chance at one point. They were winning, I think, did, in but, the quarter. Yeah, but they also are the Bears. Yeah. Uh, Justin Jefferson's the fucking man, though. He's so good. I do. Still, for some, I I don't know why it just rubs me the wrong way, but I hate the the Jay Jettas moniker. It just I don't like it. Yeah, I mean, can just just think about something for a second. We always talk about how good like Alabama's like receiving room are. They had Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson on that team. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Wild. Uh, the Titans beat the Commanders 21-17 to in a game that was way closer than it should have been because the Commanders Ru- fucking suck. Ruined that return of Brian Robinson. Yes. I enjoyed Ron Rivera saying that the reason why the Commanders are in last <laughs> is because of the quarterback. <laughs> yes. And then he's like, but Wentz is doing good things. No, he's not. He sucks. Carson Wentz is terrible. It's hot great. take. It. Maybe don't wait till the second half to throw it to Scary Terry. That's a good idea. Like, I feel like they do that every game. Like, I look at one of my fantasy teams that I have, Scary Terry. He's always got zero points at halftime. By the way, at the end of the week, he's got like 10 or 11. At the end of the game, he's got 11 or 12 points. It's like, holy shit, throw him the ball. Yeah. I started him over Gabe Davis this week. I still won, thank God. (laughs) But I won handily. I did very good this week in every league except for the Dynasty League that we now lost three straight games. Yeah, that's rough. Maybe if Steven wasn't in fucking... Frank, you ever need a buyout? I'll be your co-owner. Listen, maybe. I might be done because I feel like I'm doing everything and I keep making dumb mistakes like starting Teddy Bridgewater the week he gets <laughs> murdered. Yeah. Um. Man. All right, what else we got? Uh, the Saints beat the Seahawks. Thank God. Some, fucking somebody beat the goddamn Seahawks so I stopped feeling <laughs> bad about close. fucking shit. Dude, but Geno Smith is legit. I have him in like every fantasy league now as my second quarterback. He's great. We lost to him in sleeper, by the way, this week. That's See? what I'm very goat, man. Uh, yeah, 39 32. 
what who what's going on with quarterback there? Are they like where? What fucking with Andy Dalton? Oh, I have no idea what the fuck the Saints are doing, honestly. Yeah, like I feel like they're kind of pulling away from Andy Dalton, even though Jameis is out when Andy Dalton's been doing fine for them. Like I feel like I'm hearing Taysom Hill talk, even though he's a tight end now. Yeah, I don't. It's like they just haven't learned their lesson. Like Taysom Hill is a good tool for them to move around, like do some things that no other player can do. But then the you second him, they're like, "Hey, he should be our quarterback," you're just you're you're wasting yeah. him. He sucks. Then you could put him anywhere on the offensive side of the ball except quarterback, and it'll be fun. Yeah. Like, let Stop him come in and throw a quarterback. Yeah. If you want to put him under center for a few plays a game just for shits, go for it. And even that, don't do that. Offset. Fucking Wildcat. Don't don't put him under yeah. center for real. I know. It's so dumb. Things um, are a fucking dumb team since Trump ain't left, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of sad. Kind of not. Like, I kind of – I don't know how I feel about the Saints. I feel like I want to like the Saints because I, I like – Love Jameis Winston's fucking stupid ass, mm-hmm. but like, it's so hard to. Yeah, and they're like not even fun anymore. No. So yeah, Michael Thomas fucking stinks. He always gets hurt. Kamara all of a sudden forgot that he's the best running back on the planet. Fuck Taysom Hill. <laughs> Dude, that's Boza's. Be- I think what I would do if I ever had to like bet something against Boza, it would literally just be like, you need to buy a Taysom Hill jersey. If- yeah. Just completely unrelated teams. Yeah. Met Yankees World Series next year. Loser has to buy a Taysom Hill jersey. <laughs> I hate him so much. Cool. I got to put the sound on in a couple minutes. Uh, let's jump to the 49ers and the Panthers. 49ers 37, Panthers 15. Matt Rule and their defensive coordinator both got fired this week because the Panthers fucking suck. Yep. Uh, Baker is also probably going to miss this week. Sammy Deason. Uh, the Maybe. Panthers are a terrible, terrible team. Yeah. Score. Oh, dude, Robert but shout out. Him. Matt Rule has figured out the way to be like the equivalent of like a really good backup quarterback that gets paid just to like never play like Chase Daniel. He just did it for head coaches now because he's still owed like $40 million. $40 million. Also, Next. shout out to whoever – put it out there that the Bills are trying to trade for Christian McCaffrey because that would be insane. That'd be unfortunate. I heard that got squashed, though. Like, there aren't any talks or anything like that. Apparently, the Giants reached out for DJ Moore and Terrence Marshall, which I don't know if that would be worse for DJ Moore's stock. Probably worse. <laughs> I don't know, man. Dan Jones. Body hand Dan. Dude, it's... They're just a bad team. The 49ers, I mean, we've said it. They're a better team without Trey Lance. Yep. At least right now. Yeah. Uh, All right. Eagles, Cardinals. The Eagles won 20-17. They are the only undefeated team in the NFL. I will tell you right now, if the Eagles somehow make the run and go undefeated, uh, might have to burn down Philadelphia. Am I? I don't know if it's because I'm biased, but are like the Eagles like the worst five and team you've ever seen? Well, the only reason they're five and I mean, they could have won normal time, but Kyler Murray slid early um, to make it fourth and one, which forced them to try and kick a forty-three yard field goal, which still should have been a fine 
That's a gimme. Overtime. And he missed that. Um, I don't know. I, I think, Tony, they still have their flaws. I mean, Jalen Hurts looks remarkably better than he was the last two years. Um, and I'm, I would be worried having well, they have two good wide receivers in A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. And Dallas Goddard has reemerged as an actual tight end. Um, but, I mean, they're still the Eagles, so. I can't wait for the Cowboys to beat them Sunday night. Yeah, that'll be a good game. Is Dak coming back for that? Um, I don't know. It sounds like it's another one of those on the fence, see how the week goes things, but I would like him to come back for this one, although my statement, I mean, we didn't get there yet, but I assumed we were just going to lose to the Rams, so no matter who was the quarterback, it wouldn't matter, so sort of feel the same way about the future game, but... Speaking of the Rams, the Cowboys beat the Rams 22-10. to 10. Yeah, I couldn't believe that at all. Um, our defense is really fucking good. Um, Parsons is a huge part of that. Um, but I don't think anybody thought the Cowboys' defense was going to be as good as they've been. And I know the Rams have like some issues on their, in their own right. But Yeah, we could say it. Matt Stafford's trash. Uh, he's not trash, but... He's been trash this year. Well, yeah, be- but they also don't have an offensive line. Like He's getting no time back there at all. I mean, he also hates Allen Robinson. Well, yeah, I'm starting to think Allen Robinson, though, might be allergic to football, so I haven't decided. But but we've seen him do it with shitty quarterbacks. You'd think he'd do it with a good quarterback. It's, dude, I mean, I was that's why I drafted Allen Robinson in, like, two of my leagues. Like, I thought he was going to be bound for a breakout season. I don't know what the fuck they're doing. I don't know if he's just, like, Stafford's just too happy to just throw it to Cooper Cup every time. Um. I don't know. The Rams are a weird team. I haven't figured them out entirely yet, but I'm glad the Mets were uh, Mets. Wow, sad. Cowboys. <laughs> glad the Cowboys were able to to win again. Um, I wonder if Joe's stopping in Dallas on his way to Houston. But um, they played well. Um, I'm curious to see how the Eagle game is going to go because a it's Sunday night, which will be fun. Um, I don't know who's going to be the quarterback, but I think a win over the Eagles, no matter who the quarterback is, would really kind of make teams start paying attention to us again. Is, but Is that game in Corpus Christi? <laughs> um, let's see. I don't know, Tony. I feel like they got to start Dak. Cooper Rush didn't win you the game on Sunday. It is in Philly. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I mean, right, listen, never mind. Dak's a- never mind. It's in Philly. Start Cooper Rush. Feed him to the Wolves this way. Like, you get the whole, okay, like, kind of how, like, Joe Flacco sucked against the Bengals. Yeah. And it was we didn't, I didn't have to hear, well, maybe he should start. Yeah. Well, that's the whole thing. That was my argument with not starting deck this week, because if he looked bad and we lost, then it's like, oh, should we keep Cooper Rush in? And, listen, Cooper Rush is doing what we need him to do, but he threw for 100 yards. So, um, we're still better without him. Uh, I still think Tony Pollard is a better running back than Zeke. <laughs> I know you don't, Tony. I don't, but I like it. And does Zeke have a touchdown this year? Who's Zeke? Yeah. I think he does. Okay. You sure? I think I, I think so, because I have him in fantasy. He hasn't been that bad. Let's see. Uh, here comes the inevitable Raiders implosion. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he has a touchdown. Okay. 
a singular uh, uh, touchdown. <laughs> a touchdown, yeah. One oh, touchdown. touchdown. <laughs> but he's not like he hasn't been that bad. He's averaging almost four yards a carry. Mm-hmm. Nice. It's a good right, man. Let's, let's wrap up with the Sunday night game. The Ravens defeated the Bengals 19 to 17. Uh, for somebody that missed football all day, I kind of forgot to watch the Sunday night game, even though it should have been good. It wasn't Here, really Frank, good. I'll give you – it was a little better version of than Thursday night football. They scored touchdowns in this one, so it was all right. Two I, I, like, I like Lamar, and I like uh, 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 Joey B. Burrow. Thank you. I was like, – it should have been fun. Yeah, I just I don't know. Well, whenever these two teams play together, like whenever the Ravens Steelers play, or whatever it is, like it's always going to be a fight, like between them. It's always going to be a dog fight. So I wasn't that surprised. Um, I kind of knew when when the Bengals came down and scored, make it seventeen sixteen. I was like, they left way too much time for Justin Tucker. Yeah. Like he's the one guy you don't want to ever have to like be facing down the barrel of a field goal. Like, he's just got ice in his fucking veins. It's going to be great when they finally unanimously put a kicker in the Hall of Fame with Vinatieri, and then, like, a couple of years later, have to unanimously put Justin Tucker in, too. Yeah. Because they're going to be like, there's the kickers. <laughs> Crazy. The only field goal he ever missed, of course, like, the only big field goal he's ever missed is the fucking Patriots. Fucking amazing. <laughs> I did not watch this uh, game either because I was too busy crying. I think the Bengals have figured it. <laughs> yeah, I think the Bengals have figured it out for the most part. Uh, it's going to be a race, obviously, between they, for the division. They okay, they figured it out for the most part. Uh, but as somebody with the duo on my team, Joe Burrow needs to throw to Jamar Chase way more than he does. The problem is he sees all the fucking. Bracket coverage. Joe Burrow needs to throw to Jamar Chase more. He's good enough. He'll make shit happen. Yeah, but so I don't know if you saw it, Frank or Tony, if either of you guys saw it. Um, I guess last year they didn't run like any cover two against the Bengals. Um, like no team ran cover two and put no safety on top, which let Higgins and Jamar have one on one matchups over the top a lot. And this year they're running a ton of cover too. And I guess Joey B hasn't figured it out how to beat it yet. Or just Jamar and Higgins don't know how to find the soft spots in zone coverage. Um, it's really fucking with them. It's wild to me that nobody figured out this last year. I mean neither. When I saw that stat, I was like, they made it all the way to the Super Bowl and not a single team was like, let's put two safeties up top against them. Against the offensive rookie of the year and the guy who's playing just as good as him? Not like you had to worry about their run game. I know Mixon is great, but their offensive line blows. Yep. And it's even probably worse this year. Yeah. Shockingly. I think it was funny. The one I, I tuned in at one point just to see Lyle Collins get a, a penalty. And I was, <laughs> yeah. Like you are you you shot yourself in the foot with that uh security guard comment. So dumb. Um. Yeah. So that'll do it for football. Uh, right now, the Raiders are beating the Chiefs, twenty to ten, nine twenty nine, and counting left in the third. 
also mm-hmm. happening right now is um, Brock Lesnar has come out to confront Bobby Lashley, who is the United States champion. And are we going to get a Brock Bobby Lashley United States championship thing? Are they trying to make the those championships important again? Yeah, they've been doing Definitely it. Definitely not. This would make Definitely. it super important. Nope. I Travis like it. Another touchdown. The only way that they'll make it important again is if fucking Brock wins the belt and throws it out and brings back the old cool belt. Or the spinner belt. Oh, God. <laughs> Go OG. Bring back the bring back the United States spinner belt. The OG spinner belt. Jesus. Um, yeah, so yeah. I'm going to be wildly distracted for the next week. That's it for football. Um, let's move on to some last licks and get the fuck out of here, boys. Or, well, so we'll do some... Hold on. I fucked up. Oh, shit. Hmm. He just I forgot what time of year it is. Since last licks is technically last licks, it's time for... Wait, we're not doing last... last... Wait, why are we skipping last licks? Because last licks is last. Oh, true. Okay, go ahead. So it's time for, now that you've stepped all over it, The Wizard of Oz. Hi, everybody. I know we've been a little more sporadic due to, you know, missing episodes. Due to Uh, nobody being here. (laughs) We're going to try and do better. Um, So let's just jump into picks for this week. Uh, Frank, Tony, do either one of you have yours? All right, I'll go. Uh, I'm taking the Jets plus seven against the Packers. Um, Like it. Have to. Uh, Fuck the Packers. Um, Some interesting lines while you guys look. Chicago is favored by one point against Washington. That's hysterical. Um, The Browns are three-point favorites against the Pats. I, I got Patriots plus three. Fuck the Browns. The Ravens are somehow only five-point favorites against the Giants. Uh, 49ers, that's an interesting line. Vikings, three-point favorites against Miami. That's an interesting one. Um, my other pick is going to be Cincy, minus one and a half against the Saints. Uh, I know they're in New Orleans, but it's just... Mm, mm, mm. Um, and then, I mean... It's so stupid that Buffalo, Kansas City is not the Sunday night football game next week. I'm sorry, Tony. That's what it should be, the Sunday night football game. I want to watch the Cowboys. Leave me alone. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, those are my two picks. Uh, um, if you had to put make me pick, I think Buffalo would win the regular season game. Um. I feel like they've done that to Casey the last few years. They win the regular season game and shit the bet in the playoffs against them. Uh, so, Frank, what do you got besides the Patriots? Patriots plus three or money line, and I got Chargers minus five and a half on Monday Night Football. Fuck the Broncos. Boom. Boom. I'm going to take the Panthers plus ten and a half because I feel like any time a team fires a coach, they either win or at least come close. Um, they're playing the Rams. In L.A., but that really doesn't mean anything. Uh, and, go okay. ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, okay. And then I'm going to just take the under in the Broncos-Chargers game. It's set at 45.5 points because the Broncos will probably score six again. Um, and the Chargers will put up 30. So, yeah, that's about right. Yeah. So, I like that. Um, picks from Steve in uh, – let's see. Where is Steve? 
was I was gonna say Moscow, but I think oh. that's a little off the table right I now. I mean, you could. I'll allow it. Do we use Berlin yet? Mm, no. All right, Steve's in oh. Berlin. Picks from Steve in yeah. Berlin. Green Bay minus seven. He's picked against the Jets multiple times. It's gonna go badly again. Uh, and Diegues from Fort Worth, Texas, uh, is picking the Giants at plus five. I'm so glad. I'm so glad that's what the one you went with because I've been saving one for when we sign off. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they each have a single pick. They're being homers. It's okay. Um, if only they were actually home to give their homer picks. With that. Alrighty. So, uh, yeah, let's jump into last licks. Um, I think first and foremost, Bozo, you said to bring this up. Uh, both hockey and basketball are very close to returning. Preseason is currently on. Hockey starts yeah. tomorrow. Well, technically, sorry. Hockey technically started on Friday, but they were playing like a European game. That's why um, the real season starts tomorrow night. Rangers Lightning, of course, just a fucking... Of course. You want to stab my eyes out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Rangers Lightning, and then basketball starts next Tuesday. I felt yeah. like the season just ended. Yeah. Yeah, it really oh, does. Always is with hockey and NBA, which is kind of nice, because I like when all the sports are kind of going at once. I just wish I cared a little bit more about either sport. I need I, to try. I wish the Knicks were good enough for me to actually care more. I could give a fuck about the Knicks until they start playing good, and then I'll jump on the bandwagon. That said, you know what's great, Boza, this year, is I get to actually watch Ranger games. Yes, you do. You do get to watch. Back on, baby. I might be into hockey this year, boys. Foxy for MVP, or Foxy for the Hart Trophy, excuse me. Hell yeah. Tommy? Oh, yeah. I have a last lick. Um, I watched Extreme Rules on uh, Sunday alongside the Met game. I brought a second TV into my bedroom solely for the last five minutes where probably my favorite wrestler of like the current era, Bray Wyatt, has returned to WWE. I am very happy. They did a great job with it. I hope they keep him away from all the titles and let him just run amok of everything. It'll be great. I had to say that. How was uh how was the fight pit? Uh it was I think it was pretty good. It could have been a little bit better, I thought. I thought it got a little bit boring, but it was pretty good. Nice. I also was like semi distracted. Like I had both on, but I was we for know. all intents and purposes okay. watching the Mets game. And yes. then I just like waited until I saw like the lights shut off at the end of the pay per view. And I just I literally do. like muted the Met game and put the volume up on the other uh, TV. <laughs> I do like that they finally used the uh, the costumes. Yeah. Because uh, I have inside sources that have told me that those have been ready for months and months. And they weren't sure if they were going to use them, even though they've been ready for months and months. And then they finally pulled the trigger on them. So that's kind of cool. Yep. It was very well done. And apparently Bo Dallas is on his way back, too. You think he's one of the – you think he's the piggy? I think he's I, the piggy. I think he's going to be like the pig or something. Yeah, yeah. something ridiculous. But I think he's going to be back. Cool. Yeah, right. that was it. Um, yeah. Cool. Anything else, boys? I think we're good. Um, nope. I just would like to say sorry to all you Met fans out there who probably thought we were going to go further this year. 
Um, if you want at somebody to give you a pep talk, Mike Obermiller could be reached at. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> so, uh, for Steven in Copenhagen and, uh, Joe and Amarillo. Yes. I said it like that because I stuttered through it. I'm sorry. Amarillo, for those of you, those of you of the, uh, Caucasian persuasion who can't roll their R's and double L their L's. Amarillo for everybody else. See. Si. Uh, and for, of course, us and Martin who do- dropped in. I love when Martin drops in for two seconds. Especially when he does it right after we talk about the Jaguars every time. Oh. <laughs> uh, for recency bias. Bye. Later. See ya.